This My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of the Rolls-Royce of barbell monitoring technology, the GymAware. Guys, in-season training, we rock the GymAware all the time for quite a few reasons. The first, of course, is just that, the ding. Every time the athlete hears that, they know that they're hitting exactly what we need from them at that moment. And when they don't hear it, it brings out that extra little bit of competitiveness within themselves. On top of that, that awesome ding ends out bringing together the athletes as well, pushing each other and getting each other to be able to hit numbers that they probably wouldn't hit at that portion of the year. And finally, of course, that ding helps us monitor, manipulate, and keep track of volumes and intensities so we can best dose our athletes during the season at the right time with the right amount. Guys, hop over to kinetic.com.au and check out what Evan and the team down there have because this is absolutely a sensational product that's changed the way that we've trained our athletes. This edition of My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Valve Performance, the team behind the Nordboard, Force Dex, the Groin Bar, and Human Track. Guys, the most important ability for all of our athletes is availability, and that's the absolute goal of Valve Performance, is to provide solutions to performance professionals so that we can get the right information to make the right decision at the right time for the betterment of the athletes that we get to work with. To do this, guys, they have a wide range of validated products that focus on usability and having been founded by the School of Exercise and Nutrition Sciences at the Queensland University of Technology, they're extremely evidence-based and they're beyond transparent. I can tell you that our time using the Nordboard and being involved with Force Decks, we have been introduced to so many amazing people that have truly helped us become better coaches, have a better understanding, not just of the technology, but also what we're doing with our athletes. So make sure you hop over to valveperformance.com today to make sure you check out what they got. It's going to make you better and to do better by your athletes. Hey, everybody. If you enjoy the podcast and the content that it provides, make sure you hop over and check out the all-new Strength Coach Network. The Strength Coach Network is the combination of the CVA SPS community and the Rugby Strength Coach community, bringing you what is sure to be the Internet's leading resource for continuing education for strength and conditioning professionals. Combining these two resources has allowed us to bring some of the best content from some of the best minds in the world together for your one-stop shop to better improve the continuing education for not just yourself, but your entire staff. Bringing together all of the lectures from the Rugby Strength Coach community, along with the lectures exclusively done for the Central Virginia Sport Performance community, and all the lectures performed at the Central Virginia Sport Performance Seminar make this an absolute must for performance coaches around the world. The world-class lectures at the Strength Coach Network are not all that you'll see as well. The discussion in the forums and the support and the career guidance from some of the top practitioners in the world, from people all over the world, makes this an absolute must and a great place for you to network, learn, and grow as a performance professional. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com and use the code CVASPS, that's C-V-A-S-P-S, to get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. We're sure you're going to find great value in the Strength Coach Network and are really excited to have you involved. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com and use the code CVASPS to check it out today. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. Today, guys, kind of wanted to run down a little rabbit hole again. Uh, we're in the middle of the learning season and um, you know, coming up on when a lot of young coaches – 
are really going to try to kind of cut their teeth in this vocation that we all get the opportunity to be part of the strength conditioning or sport performance world uh, as interns. And I saw something on Twitter today, uh, a couple discussions that I think really uh, need to be touched upon. Um, you know, a guy that I, I don't think I've actually had the pleasure of meeting face to face, but I have been able to talk with a couple times. Uh, Zach Evanesh, who's done a ton to really push coaches forward and, and to help coaches uh, become better, you know, through a lot of the products that he's put together and a lot of the clinics and symposiums that he's done, uh, and, you know, and also with contributing free information off Elite FTS uh, for a long time back there. I, I still don't know if he's doing that or not, but, um, you know, he talked about, you know, that, that he's got a struggle up there in New Jersey to find a, a great intern, you know, that he sees these young men and women having a, a lot more excuses and they have desires to be great at coaching. And, uh, he's having a hard time connecting with them because he feels that they, they come off entitled and excuse making. And, you know, me being in the same boat as him, you know, wonders if it's because they're half their age, um, half his age, excuse me. And, you know, most of you, if, or any of you, if you were to decide to you know, work with us, you probably would be half my age. And, and that's neither here nor there. Uh, but I do see a lot of what Zach is talking about. I do see a lot of that being prevalent in today's uh, young people. Um, there was also a comment by a young person about interns needing to be paid and, you know, that they do all the, the grimy, lousy work and have to work 80 hours a week really basically are taken advantage of and mistreated. And then coach that I've got more respect for than I think this person will ever know, Matt Delancey jumps on and is like, no, dude, that's false. Like, it's something everybody has gone through and it's something that we've all done. And You get out what you put in and if you want to be involved, like you're, you're the intern. And, and this young person pipes back at, at Matt, who has coached multiple gold medal winners. Just want to put that out there. Um, and probably coaches the best swimmer in the world right now since MP is retired. Uh, best male swimmer, excuse me, best female swimmer. Might be working with some good-looking guy out there on the left coast, but we can go to that later. Um, chimes back at him because, you know, he says the goal just because we always do it is why we should do it. It's not what Matt's saying. Now, I agree with both of them. I also agree with what Nate Brookerson's response to Zach Evanesh was, and that is that, you know, they have had some really good ones. And we've had some good ones here. You know, it's, unfortunately, I, I haven't had many with me. Um, part of that is probably my fault because I look at it very much like Matt does. If you're not a person that's going to get involved and you're not a person that's going to extend yourself and you're not a person that's going to be all in to what we are doing, um, no offense, I don't make a lot of time for you. I'm not there. It's not my job when you have an internship to make sure that you're on time and into it and excited and learning and asking questions. It's, it's my job to coach my guys. It's my job to make sure my athletes are getting the best that they can possibly get. It's your job to learn from us. You're the one that wants the internship. And you know, whether it's B 
because of university policy for you to graduate or not doesn't make a difference. Um, this idea of people coming into a place as an intern and having some sort of power or say or ability to overthrow whatever else is going on um, is really where the problem begins and is, is really why more and more coaches are not bringing on interns for any reason other than to do those things that that young man mentioned, you know, the, the cleaning and the setup and the put away and all the, the garbage that we don't want to do because unfortunately, all too often, there are too many of these young people that come in and think that they're owed something. I've got bad news for you. Nobody owes you anything. As a matter of fact, they don't owe you the internship on day two. So I'd like to give a little bit of my advice that I would give to you young people about some things that I messed up on. And I made a lot of mistakes when I was an intern and a GA. Um, I'm lucky that when I was an intern, this was back in the day when there was maybe one strength coach at places. So I got stuck coaching right away. When I was a GA, I, I had like three or four teams. I was working football and basketball. Like back in the day, it was different. Uh, but I owe Gov at Binghamton a lot for being patient with me because I was a little shit. I was just like those other kids that I was just mentioning right there. Like I was a little shit. Um, but with that being said, you know, as a guy who just turned 40, I guess I can start talking about these uh, back-in-my-day stories. So I think the first thing that I would tell you as an intern is you should always have your phone on you but never have it off airplane mode. You should be recording everything that you can as long as the coach is okay with it. And as long as the athletes are okay with it, you should be recording everything that you possibly can. Now, why is this? One, okay, social media day and age, it's great for you to help with some of us old farts when it comes to those things because it is important. And it's important to the kids that we train if they want us to put videos of what we're doing on social media to talk about it and show how great they're doing in the training. Um, it's important for someone to be able to do that. Now, there are some people who can do that and coach them. I'm not one of them. I'm far from one of them. Plus, the other thing that it allows you to do is go back and look at things and, and bring up questions, which is point number two. Ask as many questions as your supervising coach can stand in the right situation. In the middle of a workout is a terrible time to ask a question. After the workout, when you're sitting there thumbing through your videos that you took, if you're not doing much spotting or coaching or any of those things, so you can start to understand what he or she is doing. Plus, when you go back and you can show them things, maybe it'll also help them become better because they'll be looking at things and being like, oh man, I missed that. Or, oh man, that kid really is doing well. Or whatever it may be. The third is to remember to ask questions, but don't question. All right, You are in a position where you are trying to learn from someone, and you're also trying to graduate. And I know that those two are completely independent of each other, but they really aren't. So if you're trying to sit there and talk with a coach and ask questions to learn, questioning them is not probably the best direction to take. 
Let me give you a good example of this. One of my coworkers um, had a group of student athletes doing power cleans. Cleans from the floor, caught above 90 degrees, power cleans by definition, right? This individual uh, prescribed to different thoughts on what power clean meant. Uh, this person thought it was off the floor, like from a hang, and that, you know, whatever, um, and questioned him. I was like, yeah, but that's not what it is. Um, listen, whether it is or it isn't, to that coach it is, so that's what it is. So leave it at that. Just write down their vernacular so you understand how to communicate with the athletes. I know, I'm the guy who's talking about how we all have to use the same terminology and all this, that, and the third, and I get it. But for that time, and for that place, and for that day, and for you to make sure you get the most out of it, make sure that you use the same terminology as them. The fourth thing that I think is super important is you need to make sure that if they give you any sort of assignment or they ask you to do anything, that not only do you do it, you do it punctually and you do it to the absolute 100% best of your ability. And you try to do it by asking as little questions as possible. There's these two things called Google and YouTube that can find a trillion answers to whatever question or whatever they're looking to get you to research or help them with. Use them. Okay. Now, notice... I'm not talking about show up on time, dress appropriately, work hard, have a good attitude. Because no matter where you are as an intern, whether you're working at an accounting firm or in the weight room, or you're learning someone under someone as an apprentice in a in a trade of some sort, those are things that they're not in that position. They are not optional. Like bring it. Don't act a fool, but bring it. But those four things, I think, will really help with young people to get more out of their internship. Because there are a lot of great resources out there, like Nate Brookerson, who runs a great internship program at NC State, and Matt Delancey, you know, who has the opportunity to bring you around world record holders, and Olympic gold medalists, and to watch how the best in the world prepare you're only going to get out of it what you put into it. So to sit here and complain before you even start probably isn't going to help many people want you to be on their team. So yeah, we did all do it. And you know, those are probably the worst words that you could ever say about any situation. But until the education system changes and this education bubble bursts, and we could talk about how Gary Vaynerchuk's going to be right about that on another podcast, you got to do what you got to do to get it done. So you might as well do the best you can and get the most out of it. Because instead of arguing with the people who could have you sitting front and center at CVASPs or sitting there right next to Caleb Dressel watching one of the fastest men on the planet swim and snap a clean like you've never seen from anyone that's not an Olympic weightlifter, maybe you should take a step back and try to work with them more to get more out of those situations that they can put you in. As always, guys, truly appreciate everything you do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. I'll see you then.